0: So this is Women Rising and um, today's guest is Emma Lejeune. Emma Lejeune is uh, a lawyer here in Gibraltar and uh, she's going to tell us all about her life. I think it's uh, really interesting to find out as a lawyer, as a female lawyer in Gibraltar, um, how how, how it is, how how things are. Is it very male dominated? Because I I think it is. It looks like it is from my point of view, but I don't know very much. So um, let's start Hello, by the way. <laughs> uh, hello. Let's start. It's really nice to have you, Emma. Um, Thank you. I wanted to know from the very beginning, why did you become interested in law?
1: Um, I think uh, it, probably because my father is a lawyer. He was, he's, he was a, a partner at Hassan's for many years. Um, and I'd always admired his job. And, and when I was small, I remember going to the firm and, you know, um, hanging out there. And, um, it's always fascinated me. I, I used to do work experience of, in the firm. Um, whenever I used to have a chance over summer. And, um, I've got a good friend there who's a female lawyer and, and I always looked up to her. Um, and so I think that's probably what's, what spurred me on. I used to love reading, um, books as well to do with law so things like The Street Lawyer by John Grisham and that book in particular did um drive me to the profession. And that's what age was that like quite a young age?
0: It was probably so just um late teens. Okay yeah. yeah so then you did your A-levels obviously you did yeah. well that's and right, went yeah. off to study where did you um, where did you go to university?
1: I went to Cardiff University Um I did a, a couple of years there then spent a year out my Erasmus year in Nantes because I studied law and French law Wow! Um, and then came back to Cardiff finished my degree and did my my bar finals in London how how lovely to go to France how was Nantes what was that like to live there it was amazing. I loved it. It was um, probably the best year I've had of university. I think I met a lot of different people. It mm. was great to immerse yourself in a different country with a different language and, you know, almost having to challenge yourself every single day because you are you're, you're living in a, in a, in a different, different sort of um, language zone, I suppose, to what, what you're used to. So you're, you're, you can practice law in France as well? Um, or not? Not not quite. I mean I could convert my, my degree so that I can practice in, in France. I could also um practise via one of the UK um firms that are based in, in France. Um yeah. but, but your French is fluent? My French is fluent, yes, yes.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Really good. So you loved your time in in Launce and then you went back to Cardiff to finish your degree. Yes. And then you were called to the bar in London. In London, that's right. And then did you spend um, a long time in London? Uh,
1: No, I just did my bar finals and then I came straight back. Oh, you came straight back to Jib. Came straight back to Jib, yes. Although in hindsight, (laughs) I, I sometimes think whether I should have stayed away a few years and got a bit of experience out of Gibraltar. I know my sisters certainly did that and I've always admired them for that. Um, but I, I decided to come straight back. But and do you come from a large family? I do. We have four four children. So um, three girls and one boy. Oh, wow.
0: I'm the eldest. And you're all high achievers cause I know your sister's a, a doctor. Yes, that's so right. So did
1: everybody, all your siblings do we, you very well? We did. We did. Um, I think we were very um, encouraged to go for our vocations. I am the eldest. I, d- I did law. Um, my my sister did uh, medicine, so she's a doctor now. She's a GP here in Gibraltar. Um, my other sister did radiography and sonography. I'm
0: wow, sure yes.
1: yes. Um, and my brother studied law, but is actually a teacher. Is so he? So he decided to go for a, a different, a different
0: a route. A different route. That's fantastic. A big yeah. credit to your mum and dad. Yes, definitely. <laughs> definitely. So what makes someone successful in the
1: profession, do you think, Emma? I think it's it's perseverance and, and having a passion for what you do because it's, I mean, if you don't have a passion for, for your job, then it's very difficult, I think, to succeed in, in that you do need that motivation. You need to be doing it for the right reasons, yeah. um, with a purpose. And when you're driven, um, you're driven by that underlying passion, that fire in your belly that you want to... Go on and and have ambition and and um, and be able to 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 go to high levels basically.
0: Yeah. So when you first came back to Gibraltar, where where did you get a job? Did you start at
1: Isola's, where you are now? No, I started at Hassan's. Um, okay. So I I did my first ten years or so in in Hassan's, um and and then I decided I always had this thing that I wanted to set up my own business um, and, uh, you know, obviously a business in the law was, was a natural uh, a natural sort of choice. So I eventually left and um, did a bit of consulting and then set up my own boutique pra- uh, practice. Oh, wh- what's a boutique practice? Boutique Just... practice is, is basically a very um, niche practice yeah. in one area of law. So I, I work with ultra high net worth individuals, private clients family offices. So basically, I developed a, a bit of a niche um, working with ultra-high-net-worth individuals who had, who had relocated over um, as uh, UBOs or beneficial owners of, of big commercial businesses mm. um, and helping them with their personal affairs. Um, and I, I really enjoyed that area of work. So I developed that and eventually thought I'd st- set up my own business in, you know, that, in that sort that, of area. Yes so and family office i'd I'd also done a specialism um and a diploma in family enterprise advising which basically looks at um setting up family offices for for families who have you know um, big businesses international businesses and want to uh, sort of put a governance structure in, in relation to their wealth um and so I started developing a passion for that, yeah, um, and helping families in a different way—not just the, you know, m- mundane sort of contractual work—and and which is and
0: quite work. nice coming yeah. from a very close family like you do, yes, I suppose.
1: So definitely, you're working definitely with is. other families, yes, so. it is. And there's a big part of it which involves a lot of psychology to an extent because you often are playing the role of a mediator um, when dealing with families, and I quite enjoy that because to know that you've been able to make that difference is is quite nice. Great. So you started. You had your own your own um, firm for a a while. Legacy Consulting. Legacy 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 Consulting. That was a fitting name. Exactly. That's right. I had it for a a couple of years. Yeah. um, And then Liz approached me um, about acquiring the firm and for me to join the partnership as as part of the arrangements. Yes. Which is what happened in January two thousand and eighteen. Okay, tell me something. Are there more lawyers than cases in Gibraltar, or not? There's always like a myth. (laughs) No, I actually think that, in fact, maybe at one point a few years ago, that could have been true. But Mm. I'm experiencing a bit of a shortage in lawyers uh, recently. Um, I don't think there's that many young people going to study law anymore. Um, and definitely if they are going, they're coming back and they're not necessarily looking at private practice. So okay. a lot of people are taking in-house roles or government roles. Um, and it's actually, you know, quite difficult sometimes to to attract individuals. I, I think COVID has had, has played a part in it. Um, but I do think that it, You know, these younger generations, there's a different philosophy, and maybe not only younger generations, but people are starting to think a bit differently Mm. and wanting more of a work-life balance Mm -hmm. um, and... Sometimes in a, in private practice, it can be a very hard w- hard, hard work. Yeah, mm. traditional way of working, long hours. You know, and well, you
0: see all these TV programs yes. like suits, for example, which I love. Yeah, and you see them working. You know, around the clock. Yes. So people yes. with families. I mean, yeah. forget it. It's, you know, it's like work, work, work.
1: Yeah, it is tough. I'm not going to lie. It is it is tough, it's, especially when you you are constantly making sacrifices or running from one place to the other and trying to do everything. So it is tough, but I think surrounding yourself with the right sort of network and Mm. and the, the right sort of support system Definitely helps. helps. And, yeah. and and, and so it does make it possible. You've been able to manage it. I've been able to manage it. I have been able to manage it you have got well, you're married? Yes, I'm married. I married a Frenchman when I, Did who you, I anyway? met when I was in London. Yes, that's right. Okay. Um and, and he came to Gibraltar, he's been here many years and Is and he, he a lawyer as well? It. He's not. He works in gaming, okay. in the gaming industry. So um But yes, we um, married a Frenchman. Um, He is very supportive, I've got to say. He's a very hands on, um, you know, family man. Um, my parents are very supportive as well. And I've also got a full time nanny slash um, domestic help at home, which is... Which helps with your little boy, who's yes, not so many, little, he's 11 so now. Not so little anymore, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but so, she's always, since he was little, I mean, she's been with us for many years now, almost 11 years. Yes, yeah, so it and, really helps. Yeah, exactly. That's right. You almost have to replace yourself in the home <laughs> in order to be able and, to... And is that OK? I mean, you don't feel, you know,
0: you don't feel bad or anything like that. Of doing that
1: there are times where where you do struggle and you think should i be spending mm. more time at home should i be um but the reality is that the time that i do get to spend with my son um is is quality time because he's done his thing i've mm. done my thing and when we're together i just i make quality sure time that there with is him. no interruptions mm. you know the weekends are for family mm. um the evenings we have our you know our sacred dinner together and and a little bit of time together Um, and I've always made sure that I've given myself 100% so whenever there's an event or whenever there is anything of the doctor's appointments I've been there so um, it's balancing. It's balancing balancing. that's right yeah.
0: And tell me something why did you choose Isolas to work for them? What did you like about the firm?
1: I I like the family feel to the firm to be honest I think that's that's quite nice I've got um, a lot of friends in Isolas as well um they also traditionally do a lot of private um private client work which is my, my area of work um i think it was it was also the, the discussions that we had around them acquiring legacy and um and that opportunity that that um that was put to me which I found, you know, quite quite attractive. Yeah, and um, you know, I've fitted into the firm quite nicely. I think. (laughs) How long have you been with the firm again? um, Since two thousand and eighteen, so just about three years now. Okay, three years exactly. What's it? What's it like? Are there lots of female lawyers in Arisolazo? There are quite a few. I mean, um, that we are probably three female partners in a partnership of fourteen. So so probably still the minority but I think as you alluded to earlier I mean it, the, the law profession still is predominantly male, male orientated, orientated mm. exactly. I did wonder um not so much um I suppose in the more junior levels it, it's just that uh, you know the, the the people coming up the ranks um they tend to be male because you know females might make different choices so um and and that's fair enough because i I think every woman should have the right to make that choice so i do find that um often there is criticism around why are women not not coming up to higher places and sometimes i think the simple answer is really because they made a lifestyle choice um which didn't necessarily involve you know working long hours and, and making it into into a boardroom basically so um, and I think that's very bold. And, and, and you know, my mum was was a full time mum and I think she had the hardest job of all, to be honest. Yes. Yeah.
0: yes, I'm sure she did. And with four of you as well, she had her work yeah. cut out for her. But yes, yeah. I guess it is. You're right about the choice. Yeah. About It's a matter of choice. Tell yeah. me something. What have been the most significant changes for women in the legal industry in the last few years? Have you noticed anything in particular? Yeah.
1: I think that remote working and more flexibility in, in how we work has definitely helped. And it's, it's definitely helped women juggle motherhood, career, mm. and, and you know, have a bit more of a work-life balance as well. Um, so that certainly has helped. There's also been, um, you know, changes in attitudes towards women and the attributes that women can contribute to a workplace, um, which I which I have seen develop over the last few years, Um and, you know, I, I think just the, the mere fact that a woman knows that she has a choice and that she's not going to be judged yeah. by it necessarily is, 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 is good. Um, you know, it, it's definitely something that encourages women to, to consider whether they want to, Fully mess themselves in a career, or partly immerse themselves in a career, or, or even give up their career altogether. You know. And how do you empower women
0: at Isolas or, or wherever you are um, as a as a you know top yeah. female lawyer in Jib? top yeah. well <laughs> yeah. i think you are yeah, yeah. i think Thanks. from what you're saying you, you you certainly am yeah you know inspiring me yeah. so i'm
1: sure that Thanks. other people who work with you have felt yeah. the same yeah well i mean i try to be a role model i think that's m- the most important thing um i also do try and encourage women that work with me um to you know to uh, support them in, in whatever choices they may make or however they would like to work um and i have had in fact legacy was a, a all-female firm until I employed the first male um, towards the end. <laughs> so, um, so yes, yeah, so I, I have always tried to support women um, that work with me. Um, I also, you know, try and get in, as involved in the industry as much as possible. Hmm. Granted, I am often a minority in, in boardrooms, um, but again... Has that, has that ever intimidated you, though? Never. It's never intimidated me because I've never been made to feel that as a woman, I'm inferior. Or as a woman, gonna, my, my voice doesn't matter. Um, I've never, I've never been able, to... yeah. I was going to ask you that. Yeah. What, what is the most challenging thing yeah. about being a female lawyer in Jib? Yes. Well, I'm, I mean, I think the most challenging thing is really, I think for, for a female lawyer in Jib or, or any female lawyer is the personal struggle as to, you know how much you can give and how much you want to give um, and whether you're going to pursue your career whether you're going to make sacrifices um, you know to to have a family so I think that's always and that always will be the the biggest struggle uh, for women um, in terms of the legal industry itself it's quite a demanding job um, mm. it does often entail long hours um, and sociable hours as well, you often find that you can never switch off. And really? it's in particular nowadays, where I mean, sometimes I was joking with a client of mine the other day who was quite elderly. Um, and and he was saying, how are you getting on, Emma? And I said, you know what, I wish we went back um, 15 years and, and, and we didn't have any computers, but we could write letters and, and you know, um, have meetings every so often because nowadays it's so instantaneous that you end up um, having, almost feeling obliged to respond to something immediately. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you do often get the, did you see my email a minute after on the WhatsApp? Or, you know, it's, it's you're almost... So reachable. it's non-stop. It is non-stop. It is non-stop.
0: And you I suppose you have to take like a breath and just um take a step back sometimes just yes, to
1: Exactly. That's right. Um I think and I I'm actually quite bad at that. I mean, I tend to try and do everything at a 100% or 150% um and I don't take time to stop and focus on myself, which I've mm. noticed in recent years can have a detrimental effect.
0: Isolas, Gibraltar's full-service law firm for all your personal and professional requirements. Valued by our clients for being approachable and practical. Our forward-thinking team of specialists work quickly and cost-effectively to deliver results across a wide range of areas. Isolas, trusted since 1892. How do you take yourself out of this, um, you know, fast-paced, busy environment and, 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 and switch
1: off. Yeah. What's the best, your best switch off? My best. I think I, I always make sure I have my mornings. Um, so I try to get up early. I do my my yoga or or, or exercise or run. Um, I try to do some meditation, um, mm. whether it's uh, conventional meditation or, or meditation through prayer, which I, I find I quite do that. refreshing. Yes. Yeah, exactly. There's there's a very good app. There. So yes. I try to do a bit of meditation, whether it's conventional or, or, or prayer meditation. Um, And then, you know, I I make sure I I get a good breakfast. Um, I do have my my vitamins, my collagen um, and just make sure that I start the day well and I start the day nourished and that I've had the time to sort of nourish myself before I give myself to others, really. Yeah. Yeah, So your brain is an optimum working gear
0: before you before (laughs) you see all your clients. Yeah. Um, Have you had some interesting cases,
1: interesting situations at work? Um, yes, I, I've had many interesting situations. Um, you, you want some examples? Well, yeah, just yeah, yeah, something yeah. like yeah.
0: quite, you know, yeah. that th- our listeners would probably find um, entertaining or, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, maybe I often, in, your,
0: in your line of work, maybe yeah. it's not so common as a yeah. like a, a really important like court case or yeah,
1: like a trial yeah, or is, something. I, I do come across, I mean, very ultra high net worth families <coughs> and people that, that, you know, have, have um, had very successful international businesses. Um, and, you know, when I'm involved in the family governance side of things, you know, the family dynamics can sometimes be quite... Um, yeah not amusing but but you know they 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 can be quite quite fascinating um and I I do often find myself in in a situation where I do become either a mediator or even almost like a a fourth child or or, you (laughs) know in in terms of um when I'm dealing with with principals and and their their children um but yeah I I guess there's so many stories that it's difficult to to actually pick one or two i mean it's i've been privileged enough as well to work on many high profile um matters um most of them are confidential so i i couldn't really Hmm. uh, disclose um but um but yeah that's a huge never insight into yes, yes into
0: into yeah. other people's lives yeah. which which is always interesting it's yes. one of the reasons I do this yes. because people want to know about other people it's yeah. human nature exactly exactly so I guess it's, it's a little bit the same yeah, for you it is the same it is the same I, I yeah and your investigative mind probably like me wants to keep asking questions and yes. finding out a little more exactly
1: that's right yeah and, and understanding how people actually feel because often I find especially in law when you're dealing with clients and and in particular when doing it over email um, you can never really get a sense of what the person's actually thinking because the way you read an email or interpret it is not going to be the same as looking at that person in the eye and, mm. and seeing that expression of emotion mm. so I find which is why I, I, I love working with with individuals because I often find that I can have a, a, a meaningful conversation from them and I can try and come to a, a solution for them which which corresponds to how they're feeling and how they'd like you know how they how they'd like to to resolve that, that mm-hmm. whatever problem or whatever matter they have.
0: So there's a lot of psychology in this.
1: There is yeah there is. Did you, there do is. you do that when you study to when you study law and well we, i mean we we are trained to do an, for negotiation skills so oh, okay. i think um that's and, and then when you do advocacy you also have a, a, a manner that you have to observe and so i've always been quite conscious to although i don't do courtroom work i've always been quite conscious on my manner my mm. client manner whenever i'm before clients um, and I, th- I think that's that's key you really do have to have a, a good client manner you have to come across as someone who's respectful who has integrity um and and so that's what i try to you know the skills i've ad- adapted mm. to to the, the line Your of job. work that i do yeah
0: what's the most challenging thing do you think for a woman in this in this business or just in general in, well
1: i mean I, again I'd say the most challenging thing is is the personal struggles again that's that's for me is and you know sometimes feeling like you should be in a different place or or you know wondering whether this is this is what you should have been doing for all your life you know um because when you do think about it and I I think as you go get older you think about these things a little bit more you think oh goodness you know I've given I don't know 60% of my life to to the office to yeah. work you know and yeah. and sometimes that can be quite impactful when you just stop and think about it but then you think about all the good things that you've achieved and the good things you've done and all of the consequences the positive consequences that that has had in your life and your family and I think it then compensates it Mm. It definitely is worth it but you almost have to keep reminding yourself Mm. um and I mean I, I think that applies equally to to men as well as women because you know a lot of us do get to the point where we're saying is this it? You know, is this every day, nine to seven, eight, you know, whatever time, you know? Um, but I think, I mean, I've noticed and definitely with, with a lot of my colleagues, um, I, I notice that they actually give 100% mm. to their life, uh, to whatever they do in, in their life, their hobbies, their uh, families, uh, you know, um, which which also makes a, makes a difference.
0: Tell me something. What is your proudest professional achievement?
1: My proudest, Have you got a few? Uh, yes, yeah, yes, I think I do. I mean, I, I think it might—it it may be setting up my own firm and and having made a success out of it. Um, because we did become profitable almost in the in the first year, um, and you know being able to to manage a, a practice as well as manage a, a client load, and get to the point where, you know, I knew I had to expand or yeah. I needed to merge and, and and have that joint venture. So then having sold the firm as well, so I think that that, for me, is a big is a big um, of of you know. Um, but I also, I mean, I sit on, on several, um, industry boards at the moment. Um, on the law council, I'm the vice chair. I'm also, I sit on the board of the, the legal services regulatory authority and on the, bo- on, on the uh, finance center committee. As well as the rgp ethics committee so i think uh, for for me i mean those are all achievements yeah absolutely i mean if you recognize exactly it's um, definitely achievements and, and and also my way of giving back because you know sometimes in the profession it can you can almost feel like you're um at the beck and call of clients um and obviously helping them achieve what they have to achieve so you you are assisting um but you also want to have that feeling that you're given back to the community and i think that's important yes, for you is it it is very important to me and i think that by participating it's all pro bono but um but it's definitely worth it because i think only the community can help itself develop and and you know and and better itself, basically. Fantastic,
0: Emma. Well, a couple more questions, if yeah. you don't mind. Uh, what's next for you? I want to know what does the future hold uh, professionally and personally?
1: Yeah. Yeah okay so um, that's a good question i mean i have i must admit i have been you know meditating on this quite a lot especially after covid and i think covid almost it throws a spanner in the works because a lot of people start thinking about life about you know how you spend your time so um but i think i i've recently had a bit of a renewed sense of motivation i do want to develop um, what I'm doing further. I don't think at one point I thought I had reached my plateau, but um but I've realized that actually, no, there's a lot more that I can, I can still do. Um, and I think I'm, am still young enough to be able to do it. And, so, and uh, want to do it. And, and want to do it. Exactly. So I think I would give, um, the, uh, my practice a, a slight push, um, in order to have a, a wider international reach. I do already deal with a lot of international clients, but I'd, I'd like to, um, you know, build my profile a, a little bit more internationally. And, um, and then hopefully, you know, be able to also contribute in in more significant ways through the industry groups to the to the local community um, and also to the legal profession. Because, I mean, we are the legal profession is undertaking um, quite significant changes in, mm-hmm. in that we're becoming regulated. And um, and it, to be a part of that is actually quite exciting. Um, quite exciting. Exactly. That's right so he's um, set, setting the standard for what's to yeah. come and the people yeah. that are you know going to follow you so exactly exactly and um yeah and raising the bar in Gibraltar a little bit in, in the sense that we, we we it definitely for for perception outwardly it, it it looks great for Gibraltar to have that element of regulation so um in terms of personally I mean I think I I want to have I've, I've also undertaken a bit of a, you know, a self exploratory journey. I think
0: COVID's made a lot yes, of people do definitely,
1: that. Definitely, definitely. And, yeah. um, so I think I, I want to continue with that and, you know, through my meditation and, and, um, and hopefully that will help, um, help me grow and expand yeah. in my business. Um, and then, you know, see whether personally, see what comes, you know, hopefully. And will you be staying at Isola's, do you think? yes i think for the you're future, happy you're future very, I, I am happy it's a good place I, yes, to work it is a very good place to work and and yeah i would encourage people to to come and, and join us because yeah
0: and something yeah. i asked somebody the other day which i think applies to you as well if you asked somebody at work what they thought of you or what
1: what would they say about you to be honest, I don't know, because often I get this. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of people, um, I think I perceive myself in such a different light to, to a lot of how people perceive me. And um, I had actually had a similar conversation with, with a colleague, was a very good friend as well. And she said to me, um, but because um, I, I was telling her, no, you know, I feel sometimes I feel like I, I lack a bit of confidence. Or, and she said, but Emma, she says, when people see you, they see you as this confident person, not somebody who is, you know, anxious mm. inside or and and disconfident and always mm. very composed. And and um it was funny to hear that. Because you don't see yourself I don't see myself that. in that way. And yeah. also because I am I am a bundle of nerves and anxiety. And anybody who's close to me will be able to tell you that, that, you know, I, I am quite an anxious person. Um, and Yet you've achieved so much, yeah, despite... Yeah. Yeah, Freely My God, so that's a huge. It it must be the skills I learned through my bar vocational course, and it's. I actually took um, lessons from a Broadway actress. Um, Did you really? Yes, I did. I did. There was while you were at uni. While I was in London and doing my bar bar finals, um, there was this option of taking lessons with with a with an actress, um, to show you how to stand up and hold yourself up. You know, project your voice. Funnily enough, my my voice isn't isn't. Very um, profound, but but um, but I did take those lessons, and actually I learnt a lot. There was a lot to do with breathing, the Ale- Alexander technique, um, which helped on the, on terms of posture, how you should you carry know, calm yourself. your nerves, carry yourself, projecting your voice. A lot of throwing a ball whilst whilst talking, and you know trying to project your voice as far as that ball goes. So I I, I think all of those little things that I did on the side has definitely helped me and and given me sk- uh, skills to sort of um not skills given me tools to deal with my um anxiety and sort of my more nervous side
0: Mm. amazing yeah
1: Yeah. i
0: didn't even know that happened but it's really it's really good to know yeah yeah. thank you for sharing your story emma it's um you're welcome it's a real treat for me to hear and i'm sure for other people one very last thing that i've asked everybody who do you look up to
1: well, this is a, this is a very good question, and I've got to say there are quite a few people uh, I look up to. I think there's there's sure. uh, I think there's there's too many of them to, for me to to be able to say, but I've got to say um, my mom and dad definitely a big inspiration yeah, for you, big inspiration for me. Yeah, it makes me feel emotional when I <laughs> when I say it. But um, yeah, I think my mom my mom in particular she's she's the strongest person I know. You know, she's she's definitely she holds it together for everybody else. My voice is going to go craggy, so I say it again. You've made me yeah. emotional yeah, yeah, yeah. hearing yeah. about it. No, but she's 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 a, a very strong person, and she always holds it together for everybody else. Um, and I think that had it not been for her, I mean, my father wouldn't definitely has had her as a support support system all of his career, and he's had a tremendous career as well. Um, and my you know myself, my sisters, and my brother have also had that continued support so yeah amazing that's going to sound old. (laughs) no but it's lovely that's what we
0: want we want emotion and real feeling um and real stories which is what this podcast is all about so i I really can't thank you (laughs) enough it's been a pleasure you're welcome thank you You've been listening to Women Rising, a series of talks where I've chatted to fabulous and inspirational women exclusively about their lives and their losses, their struggles and their successes, and their contribution to this world where they are empowering others and making a huge difference in our community. Thanks must go to my producer, Charlie Hurst, for putting this podcast together. Catch him at soundunit.co.uk. And a huge thank you also to Beatrice Garcia, who has designed and painted the podcast icon. She's at BeatriceGarcia.com. Should you like to advertise your business on my podcast, please get in touch. And please like and rate the show on your favorite listening platform and comment also if you can. And should you want to get in touch with me, my email is rujjib at gmail.com.